What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Welcome to the bullpen. Just a few quick updates on uh, Nebraska Bowl Service, Vogler Seaman, and Vogler Cattle. Out at NBS, uh, the stalls, like I said last time, are really filling up. We're getting uh, into that fall area, fall time of the year. Uh, so I really encourage you, if you don't have an appointment, to, to uh, go ahead and make an appointment to get your bowl scheduled for uh, for some semen to be put up uh, on the custom side of it. And then also uh, at NBS, Vogler Cattle and uh, Vogler Seaman, we're always looking to add to the crew because we're expanding. So uh, anybody looking for a job, go ahead and give us give the office a call out at uh, Nebraska Bowl Service, 308-345-2900, or at Vogler Seaman Center in Ashland. That's 402-944-2584. And uh, on this podcast of the bullpen today, I'm really excited because if you've been listening to some of the last episodes, we've been talking about some of the some of the issues in the beef industry and what are, you know, we all know the problems. There's 80%, you know, four packers take up pretty much 80% of the share. Uh, and we need, you know, we, we've been talking about the problems, but we were, we've talked about a few solutions, but uh, we want to talk about some more. And today uh, I want you all to sit back and really, really take note and take a listen. Cause I've got a gentleman here today that uh, is sticking a lot out there on the line and it's actually doing something to help maybe uh, help the solution along so we can, you know, help the producers and everything so it's not, you know, we're not so monopolized in the packing industry. So uh, sit back, folks, and take a listen to the bullpen uh, and enjoy. Welcome to the bullpen with your host, Les Vogler. Okay, folks, today I got uh, in the bullpen, I got uh, Neil Sanders of Perry Angus uh, from Colorado. Neil, you thanks so much for coming and joining today. You want to give us just a little bit quick background about yourself? You bet, Les. And uh, I want to thank you for the opportunity to come and do this. And your bullpen, I've listened to, you know, hay in the summer, <laughs> being in the tractor. Uh, I've listened to all of them. Awesome, but I've listened to other podcasts, and you've got a voice that is just fantastic to listen to. And and I don't lose some of those. You know, you get twenty minutes in, you're like, I got to go listen to music. But yours is is (laughs) well, thanks, fantastic, appreciate that. What what you're doing, and and thank you very much for this opportunity. I mean, I've driven 470 miles. Yeah, you came up. You you uh, you came a long ways. <laughs> I and I, I'm not done. No, you're because not because another... I'm on a mission. Yep, you're on a mission. Um, so anyway, yeah, I, I I'm Neil Sanders originally uh, from Oral, South Dakota. Went to high school in Hot Springs. Uh, did my animal science degree at Colorado State. Uh, was in the army. Um, that's how I ended up in Colorado is because I got a scholarship to go to Colorado. Mm-hmm. And, shoot, I got a four-year there and a three-year to SDSU. And right. I'm like, well, I'm going to take the four-year. And it was closer to home. Yep. And so 
uh, did that and um, did my time in the Army and got to go see the world a couple times. And Well, for, before you, what really, I mean, us in the bullpen, we really want to appreciate you for that, you know, because that's, that's, that's really, I mean, we're really, really grateful for your service to our country. So thank you. Thank you so much for that. So sorry to interrupt you, but go ahead, Neil. That's fine. So. Absolutely. Uh, and then when I got out of the Army, my wife got into medical school. I was going to go to grad school. And so we've, we've dropped kids all over. And <laughs> we have five kids. Yep. Uh, Amy, Abby, Luke, Annie, and Ashley. Mm-hmm. Uh, age 17 to 4. Oh, my. So we've dropped them and spread them off. Anyway, <laughs> so my wife is in Rapid City, South Dakota, and she's under contract, and she's still there with the little four. And my oldest is here in Sterling, Colorado, with me doing a dual accreditation with NJC okay. and the high school. Mm-hmm. So when she gets done, she'll be, have 32 credits. And uh, anyway... Great family, and we're figuring out how to work. Dad not living there all the time. And that's yeah, that's got to be a little stressful. It's not fun. It's not fun. No, I. Was. But we're we're getting there. Yeah. Um, so, so so yeah. My my goal is to eventually make enough money. My wife doesn't have to work anymore. There you go. That's yeah. <laughs> See, mine yeah. mine is just the opposite. Mine is to get my wife working enough so I have to do a damn thing. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that's well, going to work out or you, not. So. You own NBS. You'll be all, you'll you'll be all right. So you just answer your phone. You'll be okay. yeah. If I just it just keep, keep some. So you know. we lived uh, in Missouri twice, in Texas, and Michigan, and then back to South Dakota, and then my uh, partner Ryan Perry from Perry Angus. We. Went to school together at CSU and knew each other. And I, 12 years ago, I worked for him when my wife was in her fourth year of med school. Mm-hmm. And so then turn around and Ryan says, I want you to come back and sell bowls for us. Okay. So here we are. Awesome. And, and we get along really, really well. Good. So, so and how long have you been there? 12 years? Well, or, with Perry's 18 months. 18. Okay. Yeah. And so we're, I'm, I'm partners with that deal. And okay. So. Working on figuring out how to make that official. Yep. But right. That, yeah. So really, just getting rolling. So, but you got you got another thing that's really that I can I think is probably really your main. I don't know if you call it, call it passion, but goal or but whatever. I I never do only one thing. Yeah. And so the co-op became a mm-hmm. passion. So when you say co-op, explain to the people what exactly from the ground up. What exactly are you are you are you doing? So. In March of last year, got on the phone and talked to some guys. They're like, we need to do something. We need to have our own packing plant. Okay. And then in July of last year, I held a meeting in Hot Springs. And there were 110 folks in attendance from seven or eight states. And I kind of pitched, let's start a co-op. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to build a packing plant, there's two ways to do it. Okay. LLC. Yep. With private investors mm-hmm. or a co-op. Yep. Or you got an extra jingle in your right, just pocket right, right and you check, just yeah. do it yourself. <laughs> but there's not a lot of us in no, the beef business that are able to do that. 
um, you know, you look at North Platte and you look at uh, Council Bluffs, they're, LL, they're LLCs, mm-hmm. and they're still looking for money. Yeah. So am I. Yeah. I mean, it, I, won't, I won't lie to you. I, I need a whole lot less than these guys do. Yeah. But um, so we formed a board, and eventually as guys – came in and left and they said i don't have time to do this and i just never let go mm-hmm. i'm kind of a pit bull yeah the passion you, you well of... and i'm qualified to run for president because now i'm a community <laughs> organizer <laughs> that's true you're an influencer well <laughs> maybe <laughs> and and so as as guys left other guys came in and the kind of the original three, uh, myself of course, uh, and and we went out and found other guys to come in and fill it. And so originally it was going to be seven on the board. Now it's five, but okay. we have bylaws, we have stock certificates. Uh, in fact, they're all still in my pickup. Mm-hmm. Um, so United Ranchers Cooperative is who we are. Okay. Okay. And so we've gone through the process of bylaws. We gave two stock certificates away to get our land. So we have 11 acres. Okay. And we are located on Highway 385, Hot Springs, South Dakota, right next to Fall River Feed Yard. Okay. Which is the largest feedlot in South Dakota. Mm-hmm. You never think it. Right. Southwest South Dakota. Right. So in the 70s, when Topper Larson came to build that feedlot, everybody said, oh, you're crazy. It'll never work. Yeah. Well, guess what? <laughs> I've been told. 50 years later. Huh? I've been told that too. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I'm right next both, door yeah. to him, and we're going to utilize that feed yard to feed our cattle that are going to go through our plant. Okay, so, so, the, that's, so, that, so you're going to be feeding the cattle that are going through the, the plant. The goal is 25 head harvested a week mm-hmm. uh, and run for 50 weeks. Right. You know, bust it up and clean yep. and, and let, let folks have time off. And so United Ranchers Co-op is going to own Dakota Territory Beef as a label. So if you feed for 90 days in the feed yard right there, Mm -hmm. so we're looking at consistent product. Yep. They're going to be ultrasounded once a month. Okay. So we know. Right. No. Who goes next? Yep. Exactly. Yep. So when you have 30 cooperators who have those cattle in there, Mm -hmm. we can't all go at the same time. No. No. Okay. So then we've got ultrasound. And they can say, well, we're shipping A, B, F, J, and Y yep. Monday. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so you have a consistent product that's been fed. There'll be choice or better. Yep. Was going to worry about yield grade, but I don't think it's an issue. Not, because no, we have prob- to make it. With fit. the genetics these days. Yep. And, and, and with the genetics these, these days, like you said, I don't care 
what color your hide is. Yeah. If you show up blue, black, brown, purple, mm-hmm. if you meet the grade and you've gone through the program, then the cooperative buys those cattle at 12 cents on that Monday mm-hmm. over the following week's board. Okay. 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 Now, you as an investor have just achieved half of your return mm-hmm. if you bring 25 hit. Right. Okay. Now, you as an investor who don't provide cattle, you're looking at seven years, you're going to have your money back. Okay. As an investor who is producing and bringing cattle, three years. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, 10 out of the 30 are allocated to be non-producer investors. 10 out of the 30. There's 30 shares that okay. will be available gotcha. Gotcha. to be okay. sold. Okay. Because Following you. all those numbers work out to the 25 a week. Right. Okay. Okay. And so if we take those, those 10, so me as a producer, as a seed stock guy. Yeah. Well, I've got more than 25, what right. we call off cattle. Mm-hmm. They don't have the EPDs to become a mama. They right. don't have the phenotype or the EPDs to become a sire. Mm-hmm. And we don't want those in our breed. We yep. don't want those in our herds or anybody else's. Okay. So if I've got more than 25, what do I do with those? Mm-hmm. I take an investor and I say, I can fulfill your 25 head requirement because I've got an extra 25. Yeah. Okay. And so he can buy those from me as, you know, uh, nine weights, eight weights after we background them. Okay. And I get the, you know, the dollar 60 on those and I get them sold and then he owns them. And then he can fulfill that requirement. And yet I've got my 25 that I'm going to go and I'm going to take and get that 12, per, mm-hmm. 12 cents on. And then the investor can in turn, capture that 12 cents okay okay so ten thousand dollars a hook to build a plant to build a plant yes ten thousand a hook yep i'm figuring ten two yep all right everything we have done the guys on the board and we're working on this and my prospectus will be public hopefully tomorrow it's in the hands of a banker right now who's actually on the board. Okay. Now, now when you say tomorrow, this podcast is going to be released, you know, so, so it will be out by the time this pod is released. I hope so. So, yeah. 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 Okay. So sometime in the second week of October, we should have a actual prospectus for anybody that's interested. And so I got $50,000 of land by giving up two shares. Okay, so they're voting members and they're cooperative. Okay, okay, hundred eight thousand dollars from a state grant. Okay, so you got some federal, some federal, or some well, state, state money. Originally, it was federal. (laughs) It's cares, it's cares money, right? But I've got to spend it. Yeah, before the thirtieth of November, and and you had to give them a plan in order to get that. Yeah, but this one was. If I did it, it was easy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> if I did it and I got it, it was easy. Gotcha. <laughs> so out of the 250000 to build the deal, I've already got 
138 of it secured. Uh-huh. Okay. And so we're halfway there. And we'll turn dirt this winter mm-hmm. and start building and pouring next spring. Next spring. So I don't want to put cement down in South Dakota no, and let it sit. Probably, let's, yeah. Let's, let's, could, let's go. It could start snowing in South Dakota next week. It's going to. Let's go. <laughs> let's go April. Yeah. You know, and and put a slab down. Right. So that's where we're at. Um, we're going to create seven jobs. Very good pain. Uh, mm-hmm. The overall manager is going to have way more to do with marketing, et cetera, uh, at about $65,000. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, harvesting box manager and the floor processing manager will be paid somewhere around fifty. Mm-hmm. Cool. So you so you and, you're, and then and you're then the others. Jobs or, absolutely, yeah. we're creating jobs. Yeah. So not only are we doing this and alleviating. The demand for hooks in the country. Right. You know, we're, it's small. I get it. Yeah. But the, the economic impact on what we do at $800,000 a year, basically, according to a study done at Creighton in, I guess it's Nebraska or something. Yeah, just be right yeah. outside this door. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> right next door. Yeah. You multiply that times 11. Okay. That is your economic impact on that county. Really? Yeah. So look at, and and the guys in North Platte who are doing what they're doing, mm-hmm. they're the ones that started that deal. And I called them, I, I called the guy that wrote the study there at Creighton. I don't, I don't remember his name. Sorry yeah. for him. No. But uh, I said, is it scalable? And he said, yeah. And I said, how small? He said, infinitely. Yeah. I said, okay, 25 a head a week. Mm-hmm. He said, yeah. He said, figure out your gross revenue and multiply it by 11. He said, that's going to be economic impact on your county. Really? It's interesting. And so, but you think about it. Doctors, lawyers, hopefully you don't need those. But, uh, <laughs> you know, accountants, uh, liquor stores, drug stores, yeah. hospitals, gas stations, uh, grocery stores. Those guys have money, mm-hmm. and they're going to stay there forever, and they're going to become a part of the community. Right. And that, I think, is as good as what I'm doing about trying to make ranchers some money right. and, yep. and yep. put money in our pocket, okay. you know. Um, so that's going to be huge. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, let me I mean, make sure I get this. So. You're going to have these, it sounds to me, and tell me if I'm wrong, Neil, the cattle coming in maybe will be from maybe some seed stock producers that maybe are, are animals that aren't quite good enough to go into their production sales. Are, are, you, are, are they going to be coming just from feeder cattle? I mean, it, it, ideally, this was set up for ranchers. I mean, I'm okay. kind of the only seed stock gotcha. dude okay. that's okay. kind of in this that's deal. that's on them okay yeah but it it wouldn't matter right you know if you're a seed stock guy well 
you already know what your kettle are doing. Right, exactly. I mean, you're okay. scanning them anyway. Right. But. Okay. So, but, but then going back to that, how, how big is the feedlot? I mean. 38,000. 38,000. So, obviously, I mean, when you're killing this, are you going to have a mark? I mean, where are the other ones? Okay. So, are we going to have enough cattle to fit Dakota Territory beef? No. Right. All right. So, what do you do? You establish other markets for your select cuts. Okay. And your cows, even. Okay. You take the middle out of a cow. She's yeah. going to great select. Right. Okay. You feed her next door, and that's what they've been doing over there, feeding cows forever. Mm-hmm. Or the last 15, 20 years. Anyway. So you take the middle out of her, you're still going to have primals. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you establish contingency markets for those cuts to keep your employees cutting meat mm-hmm. and primals. But okay. guess what? You put money in your pocket. And your employees don't make retail cuts out of them. Right. All right. So we get one, we got a cleaner plant because they've got an extra two hours on their hands. Mm-hmm. You got these primals and they go to Shadron State. They go to Eastern Wyoming College. They okay. go to Black Hill State. Yep. They go to Western Dakota Tech. They go to South Dakota School of Mines. And we're in the process of developing all of those contingency contracts. Okay. And it's not correctional meat right i mean it, it it's not for facility use only mm-hmm. this stuff is going to be better than what they're used to right oh absolutely absolutely and marketing absolutely drives everything we do so if you're not willing to go up the cliff a little bit mm-hmm. you're never going to get a better view that's true all right so those of us that are doing this, and there's more of us that are going to follow, and I'm going to go out here, and when I get these plans from Kansas City mm-hmm. Wednesday, part of our agreement is I'm going to go and get other places started. Now, I'm not going to be a part of them. And I'm, other I'm places like, like your facility? Meeker, Colorado, Grand Junction, okay. uh, Torrington, mm-hmm. uh, Casper. We're going to go and, and do all of these. So have you ever killed a swarm of mosquitoes <laughs> and gotten every one of them? <laughs> Never. <laughs> exactly. Yep. That's how we need to approach this. Yep. Okay. Yep. Now, this is a big thing to do, and it's a it's huge, huge undertaking. Yeah. But how do you eat an elephant? Piece at a time. One bite at a time. <laughs> one bite at a time. And And so... I've I've taken a lot of bites yeah. along with the board mm-hmm. to figure out how to do this. And anybody that listens, call me, and I'll come talk to you, and I'll tell you how we did it, what not to do, and what mm-hmm. to do. We haven't even opened our doors yet. Right. Okay. But in the first year, you could be where we're at right now in two months. Okay. Because you've kind of laid some of the groundwork, and you know what to do and what not to do. We know the requirements. Yep. I mean, and and I've got contacts, you know, from USDA to uh, state. Now, South Dakota is pretty friendly toward it. Right. We'll see how things go in that other state. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that would be Colorado. That would be that would be Colorado. And, yes, but but I I think uh, I've gotten to know enough people, and being uh, a CSU guy, I I knew. I know enough. <laughs> I know enough, folks, to get to the right places. Yeah, yeah, and that's what that's what it takes. Starting out a project like, or doing so, you got it's you got to surround yourself with excellent people, and you just got to go find them. Too. Yeah, yeah, you got to find them. Then you got to weed through them. So they they'll do that themselves. Yeah, normally the cream rises to the top, and yeah. and so the the guys that said, "Well, I don't want to climb the cliff." Well, you're not going to get a better view. That's right. Yeah. If you're not willing to stick your neck out for twenty five thousand or to go do the work, okay. Yeah. Just yeah. You can stay and continue to be a price taker all day long. Let's go sell our beef, and beef producers have the best product oh, absolutely in the world, yep. and we don't market our own stuff. No. <laughs> Yeah, that's that is. I mean, that's what we've talked about in some of the other and podcasts. It's just like, I think we get too caught up in in other things and just we've relied on other people to do to do that part of it. But, but we do. It's it's the best product out there, and it's you know, and in my opinion, the more people know where their meat is coming from, Neil, absolutely, the the the, the, the whoever is in charge of purchasing your growth, if they if they know where that's coming from and the kind of product, it's just. It's going to explode, especially this day and age. People want to know where their stuff's coming from, and and how good it is. And it's just, there are so many people are getting misled by so many ways out there by some of these other larger companies. I would say you know they don't they don't really you know it gives me a bad name. They don't know where it's coming from or how good it really is. Right. So. And well, and they don't know that you know. So what if those guys bought 300,000 cattle out of a deforested deal? It, it shouldn't matter yeah. to us to hear, okay? Um, and so not only is our facility going to produce money for the producer and give the consumer fantastic meat for a fair price, Mm-hmm. But we're going to build a balcony, kind of like this, that would look out over the packaging floor. Mm-hmm. And we're going to fill it with placards. Beef okay. cuts, beef breeds. Mm-hmm. This is how it's raised. This is where it comes from. Estrogen content of a meat cut. Educate people or whatever. Yeah. All right. So we have ag education and we have agritourism. Yep. Because our facility is located one and a half miles from the entrance to... Angostura State Park. Okay. All right. So, Les and Cam come down there, and they're camping at Angostura, and they mm-hmm. got their boat, and they're like, well, we saw that billboard in that place yeah. over there. Let's let's run up there and, and grab some meat. Mm-hmm. So, on our package will be a QR code. Okay. Okay. So, should be a trade secret, but I, I it, on that QR code we'll have videos of su- certain guys I, who are willing, like the producers, producers, cooperators. Mm-hmm. So myself, my family, and my cattle in the background on green grass. Yep, it's an awesome idea. Thank you for buying our beef. Yep, 
And if you would like to see where it came from or how it was raised, contact the plant. Exactly. And if you've got 30 of those, mm-hmm. one out of 30 better pick up the phone and let those people come and see a come, tour. Come and visit. Yeah, exactly. You know, because let's jump in the pickup. I got to go put mineral out. Right. Get in. Yeah. That's all it takes. Yeah. Show them, show them actually what happens, what's going and, on. So, you know. Right. I don't care if you're fixing fence. Mm-hmm. You want to know what it's like to cowboy? Come on. <laughs> Let's go, yeah. All right. Instead of sitting in the passenger seat so you can open the gate. <laughs> that's. And you'll have to get out and help yeah, them right. the first time, you know, if they've never done it before. That's but, one thing. And, and, and plus, we can offer agritourism. Right. And ag, ag education, FFA, 4-H, school groups, even if you're not ag affiliated, just like you guys are doing wanting to do yep. with the Nebraska beef. Mm-hmm. You're feeding Nebraska beef in the schools. Yep. Well, get a plant here. Be it small. Right. And it's really not that expensive. Uh, I mean, I saw the bulls you're collecting out there in McCook. <laughs> You'll be all right. So, but put that platform upstairs with a bathroom and and so if you go to the big dairies up there on the front range of Fort Collins, right. Duo Dairy, Jake, mm-hmm. something or other, and they've got that carousel, but you've got a room, you can go up there, and it has the same thing, the placards, talking about milk and yep. where it comes from mm-hmm. and what it is. Yep, educational. And if we don't start to educate our consumers, we're going to be out of a job. You know, and that's, you're exactly right. And I, and I, sometimes I think back to the days, you know, in 4-H and stuff when we're in Omaha and we used to have Exarvin in Omaha and then it, and it was in, oh, it's, it's where the racetrack was and that got demolished and then it got moved over to what they call, I think it's the key center now. I'm not real sure. Chai, whatever, some thing. And it was there for a few years and it got, now it's in Grand Island. But one thing when it was in Omaha here, which is, not a huge town, but a fairly large town, they would bring the school kids in, give them tours and stuff all the time. And back growing up, I always thought that was, God, that's kind of a pain in the ass because you got kids walking around. Then wanting, you realize wa- what you were doing. Want, wanting to touch, wanting to pet your calf. And then it, it leaves. And then as you get older and you look, you know what? Damn, them kids grow up now. Even then, we're in Nebraska. They grew up here in Omaha or even, they don't know where their meat comes from. They have no clue. The moms have no clue. They, you know, that's why that the QR code where they can see that and they know where that stuff's coming from, and it's it's all about getting the word out there and educating them. Well, it's, and it helps your marketing too. Yeah, uh, you're going to have a customer for life because yeah. then they can say, "Well, can when we get back to Mississippi or wherever they're from, can we order from here?" Mm-hmm. You're darn right because CIS. Exist and South Dakota is the ninth state to be part of CIS. Now, what is for the people? What is CIS? CIS is the Cooperative Interstate Shipment. Okay. Okay. So I don't have to be USDA inspected mm-hmm. to ship if okay. I'm a CIS plant. Okay. Right now, and our Lieutenant Governor Larry Roden is the one who's responsible for getting a CIS. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. In South Dakota. Mm-hmm. So. So you'll be able to you'll be able to ship me there. Right. I mean, if I'm 40 miles from Shadron State College. Right. And I'm 50 miles from the Wyoming line. 
I mean, come on. Yeah. State lines don't stop. Right. Exactly. Okay. So that was a big help. Yep. And that's something we can jump on. Mm-hmm. We would like to be USDA inspected. We may not start there. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to build the facility because uh, if you have a USDA inspector, provided they can find one, yeah, they have to have a separate locker room, separate bathrooms. Right, yep, yep. And a separate entrance. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yep. Okay. That that costs us fifteen thousand. Right. Okay. No big deal. We're gonna build it. We'll have it in there. Will it be used right away? I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But okay. uh, return on investment. You know, you th- you think well. That sounds kind of scary. Will this work? You're darn right, it's gonna work mm-hmm. because we're gonna make it work. Yeah. Return on investment, and I have penciled this nine ways to Sunday. And I've tried to screw it up, and every time I end up with the bottom line, I make money. Mm-hmm. Okay, twelve percent return on investment. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's real good. Right. Absolutely. So, are you still looking for? Has this is going? You are you still looking for investors to, to jump we are. in with you? Absolutely. And. The long-term goal, because we have a big enough footprint, is to build a 500 next to it. Okay. I hope in five years that that starts. Mm. So we're going to get this started. So the higher up the cliff you go. The more you see. Well, the more you see, but the further you fall. Right. Oh, trust me. So this deal, you know, you fall down, you break your arm. Yeah. All right. You keep getting bigger and then. Oh, yeah. Die, and we're trying to avoid that. <laughs> right. All of us. Yeah. I mean, and and we're ranchers. Yeah, we're and we spend our time on the road, and we talk about it, and we mm-hmm. do Zoom meetings, and we try to get together when we can. Yep. And so, our official board meeting is the first Saturday of April in the bylaws. Okay, and so we we do that in Hot Springs, and and uh, this should be the last year we have to find a site for it because after that, the on site. You're gonna be on site, awesome. yes, sir. Awesome. Well, is there anything else, Neil? You want to you want to share about this, or how can people get, how can people get hold of you? People I mean, can, if they want to. The, is there what you the, know? The best way to find out more about this uh, is just call me. Okay. 605-858-4478. Yeah. Uh, um, you can also email United Ranchers Cooperative. Okay. At gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And all the board members have access to that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it, you know, if you got questions or you want me to come and tell you more about it and you want to pick my brain, I'll come. Yeah. Because I want to see a bunch of these going up. Right. We're not going to go and put people out of business. Right. We're not going to go and put each other out of business. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Yeah, it's just gonna it's just gonna help it's gonna help everybody out, actually. So and that's the goal. And that's the goal. And that and that's what that to me, that's what makes things work. When people do it not just for themselves, but for other people, you're yeah, you're 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 gaining something of it, but you're helping other people too and helping and you don't hold back. Yeah. That's what it, that's what I love about that. The journey so, to the top of the mountain is always better when you take somebody else. Well, you're damn you. right. You're damn right. So 
Okay. Well, Neil, thanks so much for coming in. You bet. So, Thank uh, you. And really appreciate this podcast, it. if you're listening, <laughs> spread the word. This is the best beef podcast <laughs> that I have found all summer, and I've looked hard. This is fantastic, and it's not just about beef. There's other topics that come in here, and it's it's fantastic. Well, we appreciate that. Appreciate that, Neil. Yeah, sometimes sometimes we get uh, sometimes yeah we have a lot of fun. We'll, well, and that. and the, you do, and <laughs> yeah. that's what makes it so great to listen to. Yeah, well, but good. the contacts that I've made by listening to you, that's awesome. Chris Earl. Oh yeah. Steve Stratford. Oh yeah. Those. To those those two awesome I, awesome individuals and and then right you there. got some freaking Hollywood musician in the, <laughs> you know but sire buyer yeah Mikey this Bone. guy who does this deal is he's it, he's incredibly he's he's so damn smart he doesn't know it <laughs> and so if you're listening to this yep. you need to go back and look and listen to the rest I of appreciate them appreciate that because they're one they're entertaining yeah and you're a fantastic voice to listen to <laughs> and. So, yeah, the, the Bullpen Podcast, it's educational, informational, and uh, fun to listen to. Well, thanks, Neil. I'll, I'll give you a six-pack later. So Okay, good enough. <laughs> All right. <laughs> thanks. A Huda Media Production.